Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. Hey, everyone. Welcome to From the Kitchen Table. I'm Sean Duffy, along with my co-host of the podcast, my partner in life, and my wife, Rachel Campos Duffy, for a Thanksgiving From the Kitchen Table special. So great to be at our kitchen table on Thanksgiving of all times. It's like, listen, everyone's around their kitchen table today. (laughs) (laughs) They are. They are. Or someone else's kitchen table, friends or families. We do, what, like hours of prep. And by the yeah. way, you're a good cook for a uh, a big feast to give thanks. I love Thanksgiving. Yeah, Christmas is my favorite holiday, but for Pete and Will, my co-hosts, they say it's their favorite holiday because it doesn't involve gift giving. <laughs> <laughs> Just food and football. <laughs> well, I mean, 4th of July doesn't include gift giving. Yeah, but I mean, or... you know, it's like a bigger holiday. It's well, the biggest yeah, holiday. Uh, what I, I love is is that you see people, you know, kind of think through, you know, where am I going to celebrate this? this day and what, what friends maybe I'm going to go see or mm-hmm. what family is going to get together. And I think today's so many lives are so busy and it's a time that we reconnect with those that are the closest to us. And I think that's, you know, family is so important in human life, yeah. in American life. Um, and, and again, this is the time that we celebrate that and, and give thanks for all the blessings that we have throughout the last year. Yeah. I mean, I think in last two years, some people didn't get together with their families. We, we broke those rules, Sean. We did. We had, we had our, we had the grandparents over during COVID, which you weren't supposed to do, but well, we, well, so we, it hasn't really, it, it's not that different for us, but for some people, it's the first time they're getting together but in, years. All, in years, but also for some people, they're finally able to get together, but they can't afford to fly their loved ones out because, the, or they can't afford to do the kind of dinner Thanksgiving meal that they always, you know, were used to because inflation and so many things are in the way. So I, I think it, it's an interesting time. You come out of the pandemic and then you, you you have all these other challenges to getting together and yet Americans will get together. They will and the 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 the, the family kitchen table might be a little bit smaller because people couldn't you know afford to fly as you mentioned across the country to 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 be with their loved ones. But I think this one is going to be more special because uh so many people followed the Fauci rule and stayed home or, or, or by the way, they weren't at their kitchen table. They were eating outside in the garage with masks on. So and parkas, I can't believe was, those liberals actually did that. So, but even for liberals, they're probably going to celebrate this. They year might be indoors this year. And, 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 and <laughs> the liberals are indoor this year. Um, but many of them, Sean, are still not happy with Thanksgiving. No, they're not. Um, they don't like Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, they may like the food. They may like the turkey. They may like the pie. They may like the football. 
But boy, they do not like American history. And so from the crowd that gave us the 1619 Project um, saying that our country was founded on slavery instead of freedom, um, they're also saying that Thanksgiving is holiday of oppression you know, it's, it's instead of what we know it to be as this moment for thankfulness. So I want to I want to bring in our guest, first of all. And then I want to read you a quote from a a tweet from a Hollywood liberal who I think encapsulates the way a lot of liberals feel about Thanksgiving. So first, let's welcome our daughter, Evita. Evita, welcome to the kitchen. Hi, table. good to be here. <laughs> We're Thank sad you you're not going to you're not going to be with us this Thanksgiving. No, I'm not, but I'm going to be there really soon after. Yeah. Yes, you'll be here soon after, and you're definitely be here for Christmas. And we're going in spirit, I guess. Be here in spirit. And we're going away after New Year's, which we're excited for our little family vacation, which you'll be part of. And the the problem, just so you guys know, we we have to actually work through the holiday. So so we have Christmas off, but there's almost every day around that word. Yeah, we were doing things here or there. So after New Year's, we're. We're getting away as a family. We are definitely getting away, but we're we're taking Christmas off and all that kind of stuff. Evita studied uh, American history at the University of Chicago. She's graduated now. She loves American history. That's one of the things I like about Evita. And I honestly, to be honest, Evita, I don't feel like I got the kind of American history education that I would have liked to have had. I'm actually kind of jealous of you and even our kids who now go to classical academy. They're, you know, already in, you know, ninth grade getting steeped in the Federalist Papers and all these things that I didn't get exposed to because I kind of had that 70s education when they began to undo American history and start to make Americans feel bad about Thanksgiving and the pilgrims and Columbus. And I mean, it just goes on and on, right? Yeah, I mean, I I would say even before I was, you know, going to a good Catholic school, we had people, de- teachers demonizing Thanksgiving when I was in like fourth grade, fifth grade. I mean, they start really young. So it's really sad. Right. Which is why we we're so happy to be at a Catholic classical Catholic Academy. So if you did, you know who John Leguizamo is, he was in, I'll name a few of the movies. John, when I, when I read the tweet to, sh- to your dad, he was like, what movies is he Who's in? John <laughs> I couldn't say his name. Um, but he was in Moulin Rouge. He was in Romeo and Juliet didn't with see, Leo DiCaprio. See. He was in Encanto. You know, our kids love didn't that movie, that. Encanto. Let's see if there's anyone. Batman. Didn't see that. Batman the Riddler. Didn't um, see that. He was in what? Any other movies you remember him in, Evita? No, I don't. I'm, I'm with dad. I don't really know who he is. <laughs> So I maybe see. you guys don't know. I know who he is. I've actually met him before um, once when I, when I lived hair. in L.A. He was dating a girl that I knew, and I actually went to breakfast with him. He was a nice guy, but he is definitely a major, major liberal. So what did he say? So I'm going to read you his tweet. I'm trying to pull it up here. Rachel's trying to pull it up. And so I'm, it, pull up I'm not so I'm not so so tech savvy. Tech savvy. OK, here's what he said. He said, happy indigenous survivors day F Thanksgiving. And, you know, he got a lot of retweets from a lot of liberals and a lot of I think a lot of liberals feel that way about it. And you're somebody who studied American history. What do you take? What's your take on that? Right. I mean, it's first of all, it's preposterous. And I think it's really damaging to our our, our cultural heritage that we have as Americans. But just looking at the facts of what happened to the pilgrims and the Indians. And, and was this a a case of of exploitation or colonizing? It's just untrue they the pilgrims came to the new world to start self-government implemented by god not by man they were sort of religious minorities they were persecuted and when they showed up in the americas it was tough 
I mean, it was really, really difficult. And over half of the pilgrims actually ended up dying in that first winter. It was so brutal. And they needed the Indians, relied on them to help them cultivate the land and to figure out how can we survive here. Um, and actually, the first Thanksgiving is the, the benchmark of 50 years of peace between the Indians and the pilgrims, one of the longest lasting, most successful peace treaties between natives and, 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 um, you know, and uh, Europeans coming to the, coming to the Americas. So, I mean, it's, it's actually a, a testament of, of peace, of goodwill, of thankfulness, of a, of a cultural heritage that we share as Americans and that they would, that you have celebrities and politicians trying to discredit it, trying to smear it is really, really disgusting. I may be wrong on this, but the soil at Plymouth Rock was um, was was not like Kansas. Right? So I, if, if, if my memory serves me, I believe they had they, the 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 natives taught them how to use fish and discarded fish and guts and bones to actually fertilize into the soil and fertilize so they could actually grow crops. And this idea that they came together at the end of the harvest and and celebrated the prosperity of the harvest um, together and gave thanks that they had food and food meant survival is a is a beautiful thing and to apply today's woke liberal standards on this wonderful celebration that we still celebrate today i think is 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 shameful but also a testament to how far the country has moved away from celebrating itself to now demonizing itself yeah you know it's interesting because i have friends who are immigrants to this country and I remember one of our friends, Gizo, um, really good friend of ours. He was our realtor, but he became our good friend. Oh, he's, he's Georgian. I love love Gizo. I love him. He's from Georgia, the country of Georgia. Right. And, you know, he just thought it was so amazing that we as Americans had a holiday where we, we, we took a day off of work just to thank God for all the things in our life. And I remember my mom had, you know, my mom's an immigrant. She also had that experience. And I think sometimes we benefit from seeing America and the things we do culturally and the traditions we have through the eyes of people who are experiencing it for the first time. It's really beautiful. I mean, my mother had never had, you know, a, a roasted turkey before and, you know, never eaten yams before. I mean, all of the things that we did at Thanksgiving were things that my mom was so eager to learn to do because she became an American and she, embraced this this day and understood it for what it was. And we're robbing so many new immigrants of that love of country, that pride that we should have, you know, in that first Thanksgiving and in what we've built as a country. I mean, that prosperity has continued. Um, you know, when we say God shed his grace on thee when we sing about America. It's true. I mean, this is a blessed country and there are people who want to tear it down and it's sad. And I think, you know, that's why in so many ways, those of us who continue to celebrate in that traditional spirit of Thanksgiving, I mean, we are, you know, preserving something wonderful. And I think we, we ought to really double down on Thanksgiving. And I tell you what, we were um, not allowing Fauci to um, end it. I, I, I totally thought that there was a lot more to that. Evita, what do you think? I just I wanted to go back to a, another point that you had. And then I'll, I'll talk sure, about Fauci because he's he's so. But I I also just wanted to. Like, <laughs> he's gone. Is, he's now gone. He'll be back for yeah, some hearings. Don't worry. <laughs> right, right. I hope Hopefully. so. I hope Republicans do that. No, but I was gonna say I I think that it's it's worse than just oh it's so sad. It's not in the memory of the pilgrims to smear them this way. Like this is national suicide 
to teach your kids that these beautiful, wonderful stories and, and values that we have are actually evil and colonizing and, and need to be torn down. And, and not just teaching, you know, the, your, your, the next generation of Americans that, but also we're telling every other immigrant that comes in that as well. Um, and the, America is, is, a, is a, a value system. I mean, we have a, a, a cultural heritage that we all buy into. And if we do, our system works. And if we don't, and we start tearing down all these pieces of self-government, of, of um, you know, one nation under God, I mean, all of these things, suddenly we don't have America anymore. If we, if we don't all buy into, into those shared values, into our shared history and our shared culture, it doesn't exist. So I, I think that it's worse than just a, a slap in the face to the pilgrim's memory. It's actually national suicide, and it's very frightening for all of us. I, I couldn't agree with that more, Vita. And I, I, I watched this uh, uh, one night. Tucker Carlson was talking about it's not an idea, America. It's it's actually land. It's a place, and it is a place. But America is great because of the set of ideas that we value um, and hold close to our hearts. And I, this idea that the pilgrims, and you are going to talk about Fauci in a second, but the the fact that the pilgrims came here for religious liberty and freedom. They were uh, they were you know pretty pretty. They were they were a sect that was not accepted in, in culture and they decided to come where they could practice their religion freely without persecution. And we look at what's happening now, whether it was, you know, shutting down churches over COVID or, you know, liberals now coming out and saying that the rosary is, what was it? Was it, was it dangerous? Was it a, uh, a violent symbol? Yeah. Um, a radical symbol. A symbol of terrorism or something crazy yeah. like that. I mean, the, the fact that there's a, there's an assault on the very idea of why the pilgrims came here. Um, is is so disturbing. Yeah, I, I could. I Did could you have a question more. for her, well, Sean? Well, I, was, I, I want to make that point, but I was going to say, well, I thought you wanted to. Talk, so, so give us your give us your take. If you, I don't know if you want to give us your take on Fauci, but I got another thought after you do your uh, Fauci take, if you have one. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I think that it was for me as just a at the time I was an intern at the Federalist with, um, during like the 2020 and then even 2021, and during Thanksgiving where they were shutting everything down, and I made it my priority to just write every time about a leftist politician who was on board with Fauci saying, stay home, don't go, don't go visit your families, you know, do remote Thanksgiving, have your laptop open at your kitchen table. And then they themselves were going out and seeing their families for Thanksgiving while the rest of us were stuck inside, or they even had cops coming at doors, shutting down Thanksgiving meals. I mean, horrible, you know, disruption to a wonderful family tradition. And yet it was rules for me and not for thee from a lot of these leftist politicians. And we should all remember that. Like it was, it was so infuriating at the time. And sometimes when these things happen, we just kind of let it go. We forget about it and we shouldn't forget about it because there are names. I have them written, wrote articles about them. Um, and we need to keep talking about that hypocrisy. Yeah, absolutely. I, we can never let, um, we can never normalize what happened during COVID and we have to fight to get back every Liberty that we lost during that time. And I mean, I think this is something, you know, it is about thanks, you know, Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm so thankful for our constitution. I'm so thankful for the pilgrims that came over. I'm so thankful for our founding fathers. And I'm so thankful for our beautiful American history, which is a history of Liberty. You know, um, those uh, who lived in the gulags, the Russian gulags will tell you um, that what the Soviets did to really, you know, install their new, ideology, this atheistic Marxist the, uh, theology of their own um, and replace it, um, uh, the Orthodox Christianity and the Russian culture, they had to replace it. And they would literally 
they would tell you that to destroy a people, you must first sever them from their roots. And that is what the left is trying to do. And they have they started with, as you know, Evita, from a people's history, um, the history book um, by um, Howard, Zinn. Howard Zinn, that is now the number one history book. It's a it's a history book through the Marxist lens of this Marxist professor it is now the number one book being used um, to educate our children. They started with Columbus. They first needed. He actually said, I have to first tear down Columbus. We know that. Columbus Day is no longer Columbus Day. Most cities in our country now call it Indigenous Histories Day. And now we and, and, and we also see this with Thanksgiving. And so I think it's a time for us to be um, intentional about Thanksgiving um, and also joyful and not let these um, naysayers, these anti-Americans who want to tear down our country to take hold of it. And they tried during COVID. Yeah. And you'll see, I think Thanksgiving is coming back with a vengeance because people want that back. But I can, can as I look at this too, in NVD, you said this is national suicide and I couldn't agree with you, you more. It's if you teach a people to hate themselves, yeah. um, if you teach kids to hate their parents, it's almost hating who you are, uh, despising who you are and where you come from. That opens you up to what, what mom just said, which is, you know, what we're here to, to take on something brand new, which is very old, which is Marxism, which is the complete opposite of of what our founders and the pilgrims envisioned when they came to this new country. And as I look at Thanksgiving, and again, I, I agree, there are so many things for us to be thankful for, but there is a war afoot. It's a cultural yeah. war. And no I think that conservatives, not even even li traditional liberals have sat back and, and, and let this train roll on of, of demonizing our homeland, our country, and so many things that are so great about it. Um, and it's incumbent upon people um, who are having kids mm -hmm. to talk about Thanksgiving, why it's meaningful, what the roots of this holiday are, why your country is great, what wonderful things your founders gave you that you should be thankful for on, on this day, great America. And again, they're not, every kid child is not getting that viewpoint no, in school. Not. No, and not. so again, save America save your family. And by saving your family, this is a, this is the holiday to celebrate America, to teach your kids. Yeah. Don't assume yeah, Don't assume. In fact, assume that they were given a very negative view of the pilgrims at their public school. You should, you should absolutely make that assumption. It is the rare school that tells the story of Thanksgiving as you're talking, as you talked about it, Evita the rare school. So assume they're getting a culturally Marxist view um, of oppression and all that stuff um, about Thanksgiving. And so now it's your job to tell the Thanksgiving story at your table before your meal. Um, talk about the pilgrims. You know, Vita, one of the things I loved about the story of the pilgrims is how, you know, they it, it was it sort of like, you know, you, you all know that my favorite story, my favorite children's story is the little red hen. Um, right. I, I think the, the little red hand is the quintessential American story. Every every family should have the little red hand in their book because it is an, it is intrinsically an anti-socialism book. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's about hard work and it's about you don't work. You don't need if you don't work. You don't need it. And Vita, that was sort of what, what we saw happen with the pilgrims. We'll have more of this conversation after this. 
Since the 1970s, working-class Americans and U.S. investors who saved wealth in dollars have seen the dollar lose over 80% of its purchasing power. In contrast, investors who diversified their cash into gold saw gold appreciate over 5,000%. For Americans who invested $50,000 in gold when America left the gold standard in the 70s, their gold is worth more than $2.5 million today. While gold carries no guarantees and past performance does not equal future results, investors who do their own research will see that gold's performance over this time span is what gold has consistently done in the face of eroding paper currencies. For over 15 years, St. Joseph Partners has built its business with a singular focus on helping investors diversify their wealth and protect their families in physical gold and silver you hold in your hand. Don't let your hard-earned savings go unhedged. Call St. Joseph Partners or go to our joint website, kitchengold.net, not .com. That is kitchengold.net and protect your wealth. Yeah, he, so they, they kind of had a communist system um, where everybody sort of chipped in and did work together and then they all you know, reap the benefits of, of their, of their harvest. And eventually it just started to deteriorate because, and this is what, what Bradford, you know, um, William Bradford observes that people weren't, weren't willing to put the work in if they knew that someone else was going to do that, do it for them. And then they would still get a meal at the end of the day. Um, so right. yeah, it's an amazing, it's an amazing, <laughs> you know, story about human nature, about right? It's why, human nature, human nature and why social doesn't work. And maybe that's also part of the reason why they don't like the that, that You know what? You're right. If you do, you're right. And by the way, they tried that again in the sixties when they had all their communes and there were all these lazy they people. Starved. Yeah. They yeah. Exactly. They starved. <laughs> they did. And they had, yeah. they had to did change the, the model <laughs> and go, you don't work, you don't eat. Yeah. And, I mean, so there's so many beautiful lessons to be learned. Assume your kids are getting the wrong message at school. Teach that lesson. Celebrate with gusto as we did, you know, bring in bring in the family from 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 far away. Open the table up to everybody you can, can, can and I celebrate. Ask, can I ask if I'm a Marxist to the two of you? If I I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm I've come to the are point you a Marxist. No, could I, come I can answer to the that already point of my life. Where I'm just going to be honest, okay? I'm going to be really, really honest. That's being a Marxist? Maybe. On this, I don't like turkey. We do a turkey. <laughs> we do a turkey every year. I'm like, why don't we have a yeah, Thanksgiving you're definitely ham? A communist. Why don't, don't we like have a Thanksgiving turkey. steak? But instead, uh, in the great tradition of American Thanksgiving, yeah, whether you, whether you I like get it a or turkey not, <laughs> and it's and I now, so we're gonna deep fry it because John McLemore from Master Built has taught us the, the the deep fried turkey is the best. Next best, it is, is the juiciest. Is is the smoked? But we do it. But turkey is dry. I love the stuffing in the turkey, but. It's not my favorite food. I like the soup that you'll make. I after. make a beautiful turkey soup, and I make the homemade stock from the carcass. You so. do, but I don't. I don't go. Oh my goodness! I'm so like ready to dive into that dry turkey. Even when I do it, really are you well. saying my turkey? Yeah, is but dry. but do you no, not? Turkey is just dry. Not your, you do it as best you can, but it's I do. just a dry. I try. It's a dry I try. Bird. We're gonna brine it tonight. I know. It's like we're say like let's have duck. Like duck. Like come on. I get they ate that and we're going to do it. I'm going to do it. Don't don't send me hate mail. I'm going to do the turkey, but I'm going to admit to you all. I don't like the turkey. I eat it, but but I don't love but it. But don't, yeah, don't but you the like sides the, are the, so the good. Next... I agree. Most... Go ahead, Evita. Well, no, I was going to say, don't you like the next day when you have like the sweet rolls yes, and then you put mayonnaise and you put um, cranberry, cranberry sauce and then the turkey and it's like an awesome sandwich. You don't like that? Because I have to smother the taste of the turkey <laughs> in cranberry sauce How, what, what? and mayo. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just being really honest. I just, I, I, I it's it okay. Took me, it's it okay. It took me almost 50 years like. to get to you this point. I'm going to tell you, I don't, 
I, I, I do it and I'll be happy. I love the celebration and I love where it comes from in our long history of doing Turkey, but I'm just going to say, I'm going to eat it, but I'm not going to love it. Well, it's okay to love the sides more. I think, I think probably yeah, I three quarters of Americans are with you on the sides are better than the Turkey. Usually that's, that's fair. You know, we did brine our Turkey. It's going to be delicious. We're going to fry it up and I will see what you think at the end. You know, we, I had a similar experience. You and I both grew up. It's one of the things we, even though we're so different in terms of like, you know, mm -hmm. our family heritage, the one thing we did have in common besides being Catholic and from family oriented families and, was that we both had lamb, lamb yeah. leg of lamb at Christmas. And my mom's mm -hmm. leg of lamb was usually pretty good, but there were a couple of years it was dry. Yours, you said your mom always overcooked. The yeah, lamb. My, my mom made some pretty rough leg of lamb. Yeah. So, but, to death. but we love lamb chops. And then we really love the lollipop lamb chops. And so we used we to make leg of lamb when we were in our younger years. And when we figured out we could just have lamb chops and, French fries. Uh, we so just good. do that instead. You, you mentioned my mom. Can I make some of the point too here? Sure. So my mom is a big liberal and I love her to death. She's a big um, Bernie Sanders. I know it's, it's really, it's really hard. She voted for you though. She says she did, but it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a silent vote. We it's don't know. Secret, secret ballot. <laughs> um, but, but so, but she's, there's 11 of us in the family and I think virtually all of us voted for Trump. So she's outnumbered in the family. She raised yeah. us well. She but, just, but, but you know what's interesting? Half of you guys voted, half of your family voted for Barack Obama. Yeah, they and also, then Barack they Obama, you know, but you know what? That checks out for Wisconsin Trump. because Wisconsin did that too, where that's, that's they right. came out in like yeah. massive numbers for Obama in 08 and then also in 2012 and then 2016, we flipped. That's so right. it actually yeah. makes and, perfect sense. Yeah, they're so very as, Wisconsin. But as I, as I think about, as I think about Thanksgiving, there is a lot of families that come together and they don't agree politically, right? They have yeah. these political ideas that are light years apart. You know, some people love Trump and 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 some hate Trump. Some you know love what Joe Biden has done. Some hate him. I mean, so there's this big riff in families. And I think what's important is, and again, I'm a I, I I love politics. I love talking about politics. But I think around the Thanksgiving table, you got to leave politics alone, especially when it's going to be divisive and people get heated, and you're not going to change their opinion. And when, when I go home too with my mom, I make I just and she'll she'll actually try to bring stuff up or you know do a little poking here and there. The point is you got to end it. Just don't talk about it. Leave it alone. Talk about football. Talk about your family. Talk about all. There's so many things in our lives to talk about. You can actually leave politics alone. Um, and I, I think that sometimes we all come loaded for bear. Our, our families are more important than than the politics around which um, divides us. So I agree. I agree. But if liberals bring it up, uh, Republicans in. often sit back and let liberals feel no, free no, no, to no, say no. what they want to say. And then you got to really defend your ground. But I agree. You know, look, in the end, we have we have friends in politics, um, even on our side, on on the Republican side, on the Democrat side. And we just have decided that, you know, we like them more than we care about the politics around it, just like we care about, you know, our families more than we care about politics. And so I think that's what everyone needs to focus on. And that's what it's it's all about. Vita, you feel the same way, right? For one day out of the year. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then you can go back to trying to trying to convert them because I do think that you know your your family you respect their opinion a lot and to say you know what I'm going to seed my nieces and nephews to the leftist you know at university of wherever I don't I don't know if that's the you best know what? That's, course of that's action so, all the time that's such a great point you bring up Evita so this is a great strategy for handling your liberal relatives 
if they're over the age of 45, don't bother. They're not going to change their mind. They are who they are, right? People get older and they're just like, but if you have young teenagers, young nieces and nephews in their 20s, they're still persuadable. Um, so maybe aside, do a pull, side them, room, pull them aside and get them a cold beer <laughs> and say, listen, let's talk. Let's talk turkey. Let's talk which turkey. Is politics, actually. Can I, can I bring up one other yeah. uh, point that I, so I was reading an article this morning and I brought it up uh, to mom and it was talking about divorce, which is like, this is this is actually related. But it's an issue that says there's a lot of there's a lot of negative emotions that people can feel just in, in life. They can they can families and in marriages. Yeah. And the the one emotion that cuts through all the negativity of those other emotions in is, any relationship, in any relationship and in life is gratitude. Right. Being grateful for what you have, not coveting, not thinking about what someone else might be doing or what I don't have or being grateful for. Again, you have you have heat in your home. You have a roof over your head. Yes. You have a meal on your table. You have some of your family around there's so many things to be grateful for and to focus on that, which is why before we sit down and eat, we go around, make all the little kids to talk about what they're grateful for um, and hearing other people talk about what they're grateful for. And again, you get some some odd things coming from six year olds and they're wonderful, but they, it makes you smile and it makes you kind of focus on all the blessings that you have in your yeah. life. And I think it's important as we come together on Thanksgiving to go, Hey, what are we all thankful for? Let's, 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 let's not, let, let's, what are you thankful for, Sean? Listen, I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I can still practice my faith. I'm, I'm thankful for my family. I'm again, I'm, what I mentioned, I'm thankful that we have food. There's so many people that can't practice their faith that don't have a roof over their head that don't have food. And you know what? I, I I'm, I'm thankful for health you know, that we, that we're healthy, that we don't have a, a lot of sickness in our family and that can change in an instant. And I know a lot of families out there are dealing with, you know, issues of, of health. And the, I feel very blessed, um, that we are not dealing with that, at least at, at, at this Thanksgiving. And, um, cause if you don't have that, um, a lot of things become really harder. challenging. Yeah. It gets harder. Yeah. I'm so thankful for my parents. I think I, mm -hmm. I was blessed to have parents that, you know, I think instilled faith in me and gave me a lot of tools to get through life. I'm, I'm really grateful for them. I'm really grateful that they stayed together. Um, and, mm -hmm. and we're an example of, of marriage working. I'm, I grew up, as you know, Sean overseas in so many different countries, I'm a military brat. And so I'm really grateful that I got to see how life is like in other countries. Um, and many of the countries I lived in, Turkey, Peru, these were third world countries. And I saw a lot of deep poverty, mm -hmm. um, real poverty. I mean, not, you know, you, people talk about poor people in America and, and there are poor people in America, but it's a different level of poverty in so many of these other countries that I lived in. And, you know, I, I've always carried that with me. I've always been grateful that my parents never shielded me from seeing those things and actually, you know, did a lot of charity work while we were overseas um and 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 able to 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 see that and help out but also know that we are so blessed to be americans that there's so much prosperity and abundance here and we take our freedoms and that prosperity for granted way too much mm -hmm. and we're, we're we're in danger of losing it when we do that evita how about you what am i grateful for yeah what are you grateful for yeah i mean i i don't want to sound redundant but i i i think that my my biggest thing is my family and to have support yeah. from 
you guys and all of my siblings and I'm not going to be there for Thanksgiving, which is sad, but for every other holiday, when I come home, it's a full house all the time. And I have a lot of friends who come from families with one other sibling or just themselves or an only child. And they'll send me pictures of their Thanksgiving table. And there's probably a sixth of the amount of food that we have. <laughs> and it doesn't look <laughs> as fun. It doesn't look as it fun. So I'm, well, I'm yeah. really grateful for my family. Yeah. So I, 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 I was talking to the kids the other night to say, if something ever happened to mom and I had to do Thanksgiving, here's what it would be. <laughs> the kids like, were like, that's so depressing, dad. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to get some canned corn, buy a pie at the store. <laughs> oh. um, I'll buy some stuffing at the store and I'll make myself a turkey. And that's what we're going to do. Well, for well maybe you'll just have well, the, you know what? The, the, great, the great chicken at the store since you don't like turkey. Right. Well, maybe, maybe I'd go, we're going to do Thanksgiving, you know, ham. Or Thanksgiving steak, <laughs> but, but it makes me just finish this point. I am grateful for Rachel who makes our Thanksgiving dinner. It's again, it's crazy to put it together and it's a, it's a lot of work, but when we sit down, we have a really nice, well thought out meal that was made with love and affection for her family. And that doesn't happen without a mama bear who goes, you know what? Nope. I'm going to make a meal that um, gives respect to the holiday yeah. of Thanksgiving that we're celebrating. Many. So I'm grateful that, that she and that puts lasts so much for a couple effort. more days. So I don't have to cut. Yes. More <laughs> days, that's true. And by the way, I might come to Thanksgiving this year, like full because we eat at Fox and friends, you know how much we eat at Fox and friends. <laughs> and, I imagine there's going to be a lot of food on Thanksgiving day um, in the morning. And if I could put, uh, so one more thought too is, so um, there's a lot of people that work at Fox. They're young kids that come from around the country to work there. And um, this year, Rachel's like, listen, if there's anyone who doesn't have a family, they're stuck in the city by themselves with, you know, this, this, this rotting large city in America. And they want to come on over <laughs> and celebrate with us. Come on over. So I'm not sure. Maybe we might no have a come. few. We might have maybe a, a few. few might come in. But um, again, that's part of the the Thanksgiving spirit as well of going, you know what? If there's someone out there who, 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 yeah. who needs a place, who needs a seat at a table, Invite them over. Your mom used My to My mom that. did that every year growing up. There was always an airman or two who didn't have a family who came over for Christmas and Thanksgiving. So that was something that's sort of a little tradition of my. We'll my have mom. an extra seat because the beaches won't be filled. Yes, <laughs> Evita, we're going to miss you and Michael, but we shall. Yeah. We, we, we will survive next. The next Chris on Christmas, we'll have you guys over next. So, yes. Anyway, yes. well, it's so great. It's so great to have a, an American history major in the family, Sean. It, it really is. Thank you. I, I feel like time. I'm I'm making up for my poor 70s <laughs> uh, beginning of the uh, undoing of American history. It didn't come free. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll say this. Her American history degree did not come was, free. was not cheap to have one in the family. But, uh, but you but know what? Love... Biden's student loan forgiveness is helping me out. So. Ah, uh, did you did you qualify? Because isn't that still in it's still in question, right? Well, I, I immediately applied. So I'm like, I don't believe in it. But you know what? If he's offering it and I'm eligible, I might as well, <laughs> might as well use it. Um, well and yeah, I applied. So I, if, yeah, if it, if it so gets sad. passed through the know. courts, then it's forgiven. But um, I don't know, because I think there are several uh, lawsuits and people striking it down. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. And then yeah. your, your, your husband was somebody who actually you know, worked hard to pay off his, and now he's not up for it. No, uh, he didn't even. So what happened was he didn't take out any loans. He had worked every summer and made it so that he didn't, he didn't have to, um, and got it all paid off. And he had, you know, in hindsight would have taken out all the loans he could because he knew they would have gotten forgiven, but he wasn't, 
you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. So it was actually, well, it's very unfair. He didn't know Biden was going to be elected. <laughs> so little right. uh, Joe, Joe Biden is burning the little red hen book right here. He should read, we, we should send Joe Biden the little red hen and maybe he needs a little, uh, a little bit of a refresher on Thanksgiving. Maybe he does. All right. Well, Evita, thank you for joining us uh, at the virtual kitchen table here. Uh, we're missing you on Thanksgiving. And thank you all for joining us. Thank you for having me. Table. Uh, we hope you all have a blessed, wonderful, thankful, uh, heart-filled Thanksgiving uh, with your friends or your family. We appreciate you joining us at this kitchen table. That's right. We're wishing you an all-American happy Thanksgiving. It's a beautiful holiday. Enjoy it with your family. Eat, be merry. And then God bless America. Then we'll roll on to Christmas. That's Listen, right. If you, if you <laughs> like right. our podcast, you can rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We appreciate you turning, tuning in to From the Kitchen Table. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription. And Amazon Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in freefall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.